Welcome to the Western Pennsylvania Game Changers Podcast, where we talk about charities that are doing great things in Western Pennsylvania and beyond, and how we as volunteers can help them. I'm Chris Hoke, former defensive lineman with the Pittsburgh Steelers. With me are my co-hosts, Lisa Mitchell and Ken Witzel. How are you both doing tonight? Good, how are you? Hey Chris, doing well. Doing <laughs> great. During this episode, we're going to talk about several great volunteer opportunities. You can learn more about these opportunities by going to either the Just Serve website or the Just Serve app. The website is www.justserve.org. This app is available for free from Apple's App Store or Google Play. Just Serve is a free service provided by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. My co-hosts and I are members of that church, but you don't need to be to use Just Serve. Today we are excited to be joined by Jay Poliziani, Director of Northside Common Ministries. And we look forward to hearing from him here momentarily. But first, let's go around the table and share a Just Serve experience from this past month. Lisa, you had an opportunity to serve. Why don't you talk about your experience? Okay, so I have the opportunity to work from home and my schedule is pretty flexible. So I was looking for something that would work with my work schedule. Um, the weekends are pretty busy for my family this time of year, and so I thought during the week would be best for me. So I was lucky enough to find an organization called Nurture PA, and they ask their volunteers to sign on to a contract for about a year, and we go through some training and background checks and everything first, and then once we are approved, then we work with them and support new mothers after they've had their babies. So Nurture PA and their... Um, the people that work for them will go into the hospital, talk to new moms, and ask them if they want support You know, after they've had their baby. That's great. And then we as volunteers would go and communicate with them via text for that first year of the baby's life. Yeah. So it's all from home. I get to do it via text and support these moms, which is something I'm passionate about because I'm a mama for myself, and it just kind of yeah. fits right in with my lifestyle. How were you received and went into these hospital rooms? I don't go into the hospital rooms. They do. Okay. I'm just a volunteer that communicates via text with yeah. them um, after they get home from the hospital So when you baby. communicate with these new moms... What is their reception and how is how is your communication with them received? So my communication will be, I haven't started yet, but it's mostly supportive. It's not like from a medical standpoint, yeah. but it's just really supportive, which I think is what we all need. We all need yeah. a little bit of support. And I know as a new mom myself, I was very overwhelmed and I loved any bit of support anybody gave me. And so I'm excited to, to give back to other people in that aspect. Well, that's exciting. And I, I see that as being a huge need because there are so many new moms, especially moms who don't have the support group that a lot others have. And so by having the opportunity to support those new moms, you're doing a wonderful service to the community. Right. Thank and you. So that's great. Uh, Ken, you have an experience you want to share from this past month? Sure. So, yeah. So my family and I, we had Good Friday off. And um, one of the, something we'd done a couple of years ago is uh, do a service project with Light of Life. On certain holidays, I think it's Easter, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, and I think there might be one other. They they have a meal program. They they do meals frequently, but they have a meal program where they they have a team of people that come in and cook meals, and then they're distributed to different parts of the yeah. city in lower income areas, and um, usually to senior living facilities and places like that that are kind of lower income. And we. A couple of years ago, we did it at um, a place called McKeesport Towers. Sure. And they called us and asked if we 
us if we wanted to do that again this year. So we did it again this year. And last time we had we had three of our kids with us. Our kids are a little little older now. We had two of them two of them with us this time. And it was great. So we drove down to Light of Life uh, on the north side there, pick up the meals, put them in the back of our car, drive over to McKeesport, and then basically you serve, you act as lunch ladies, I don't know, mm-hmm. kind of clean up, set the set the place tables, uh, the place settings. Um, you The folks come in in a big line, you serve them dinner, and then you clean up when it's all done. And I think we had 86 or so. Did you? So when you go out, out there, Ken, and you, you pick up the food uh, mm-hmm. on, on the north side, then you go out to McKeesport. Are you setting the whole thing up yourself, or is there, are they prepared for you? No, that's for us. The room was clean. Mm-hmm. It was a cafeteria room at McKeesport Towers. Uh, the room was clear, clean, but you lay out everything out. I mean, from the from the the table where you're serving people from, sort of the lunch line table. Yeah. Uh, to the the place settings as well, yeah, and it's fun. They all come through a line, and there are some some people who are in their rooms and can't leave their rooms, and meals are taken up to them. But it's really neat. That, that is neat. And you look at it; you, it's a Good Friday, right? So it's a special weekend yeah. as well. And these individuals, I'm sure, they're very very grateful for the service you rendered to them. Absolutely, yeah, that's wonderful. Sure. Yeah, we had a lot of folks were very very thankful and were went out of their way to let us know how much they appreciated it. That's fantastic. It always feels good when others recognize what you're doing, even though you don't yeah. look for that recognition. Yeah. No, for sure. It, it does feel good to be recognized. And uh, well, I appreciate it. Lisa, Ken, thank you for sharing your experiences. And uh, for those of you who are listening, if you've had a great experience serving as a volunteer on Just Serve Project, please consider sharing it as a success story on the Just Serve website. Now, without further ado, we want to turn over to our special esteemed guest, Jay Poliziani. And he is the director of the Northside Common Ministries. Jay, welcome. Great. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. It's great to have you here. So so tell us about the Northside Common Ministries. Sure. Um, back in 1982, when all the steel mills were starting to close down here in the city, uh, lots of folks were out struggling, looking for different services. So they were going to a lot of churches in the Northside, North Hills, West End, try, reaching out for food assistance, housing assistance, clothing. Um, a group of ministers from the north side came together um, over a Thanksgiving dinner, and they realized that they would be much more effective working together in one location than trying to do these things um, individually. So um, over the course of a period of years, a couple of years, about 30 different congregations from the north side and the North Hills uh, participated in this uh, project and created Northside Common Ministries. Um, they got a... Uh, abandoned uh, defunct uh, church from the Presbytery for like a dollar over on the north side in Brighton Brighton Road. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) we're we're still housed there. And um, the the ministry began there. It it started as a homeless shelter for women, but at the time um, Pittsburgh was a little dicier, especially on the north side, and women were not super comfortable coming across the river to to that location. So that, that sort of went away and it became a men's shelter. Um, and for probably about 29 years, it's been full every evening um, with homeless men helping That's them great. get back on their feet and uh, get their lives started again. There was also a recognition that there was a big need for food assistance, and so the food pantry developed at, at that time as well. So Northside Common Ministries operated under the guidance of those churches for probably about 20 years, but as church attendance dwindled and churches were struggling to just manage to keep their own doors open, 
they realized that they needed to partner with a larger organization in order to stabilize them. So um, North Sacramento Ministries is now and has been for about 10 years part of Goodwill of Southwestern PA. So uh, just a plug for the Goodwill stores. If you shop or donate it to the Goodwill stores, we always money, like plugs. That money That's goes right. back to what we do at the shelter. Um, North Sacramento Ministries, the, the homeless shelter, we are licensed to serve 25 men every evening. And uh, we usually have about 30, so even though we're funded for 25, you know, we always use as many cuts and couches as possible to make sure the guys are in off the street. Um, men come to us you know, at, at their lowest points with uh -huh. a variety of different stories and situations, and they can stay with us for up, up to about four months. Okay. Um, the federal rule is about one month for an emergency shelter. You're stretching they, that a little bit, yeah, right? Yeah, we stretch a little <laughs> the county, The county sort of overlooks it. They yeah. recognize that our success rate You're doing good. is um, much higher um, mm -hmm. because we do let the guys stay a little longer. And um, while they're there, they work with our employment specialists to help them look for employment. They work with our case manager to help them get on social security disability if that's right. more appropriate, because a lot of the guys that we work with struggle with um, mental health or addiction issues and yeah. really need that extra assistance. Um, they also work with a housing specialist. Um, we do have a healthcare clinic once a week for them so that a doctor comes in and addresses all their needs and a nurse is there a couple times a week. Um, we have an eyeglass clinic a couple times a year, so folks in the neighborhood can come and get free eyeglasses. Um, also housed in the same structure, we have a GED program to help people wow, okay. who haven't finished high school get their an GED. education element as well. Yeah, so the guys can also take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. um, and um, there is a daytime drop-in center. So folks who are not in our shelter and for whatever reason choose not to go into shelter, um, usually you know it's active addiction or mental health or just the the shelter beds are all full, they can come in during the day and they can get a hot meal. Um, we do lunch uh, three days a week and a church down the street does it three days a week so everybody can get yeah. food every day. Um, and they can do their laundry, get showers, uh, see the doctor, work with all the other programs in the building as well. Um, we do also offer on-site tax preparation so that folks who are low income um, and need assistance with that don't have to pay Jackson Hewitt or H&R Block the fees, they can get their taxes back for free. Um, there is also a food pantry. It's the largest food pantry between here and Philadelphia. And the food pantry serves up to 850 to 1,000 families every month. And what we're That's most fantastic. proud of with our food pantry, um, a year and a half ago, we were distributing about 1,000 pounds of fresh produce every month. Really? But because of a grant that the Greater Pittsburgh Food Bank was able to access, mm -hmm. We are now distributing 17,000 pounds of food every month. Um, 17,000 pounds of food. Yeah, and that is, that's wow. fresh produce. I'm yeah. sorry, not, not fresh food. Produce. We, we distribute way more than that in, in food, but it's fresh produce. Yeah. Um, we really want to encourage people to use as much fresh produce as possible because our population that we serve has a higher incidence of diabetes, obesity, and um, high blood pressure. And those diseases can be positively affected with a healthier diet. So we really work to help make sure that they have access to those products, um, which which are fairly expensive. Fresh produce can be expensive, but they're able to come in any day that our doors open and take as much fresh produce as they can use. Uh, and so it makes for a win-win a, a for everybody. Yeah. It's also helping to reduce the cost of health insurance for sure. the rest of folks too. So Jay, where does the fresh produce come that you're able to? Yeah, that, so in, in the past, the fresh produce, you know, a couple years ago when it was about a thousand pounds, was coming out of the grocery stores. It was okay. the, the stuff that was being discarded. Um, but it, when it got to us, it did look a little battered and bruised. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, people weren't always excited about taking it. And sure. we also uh, had a little trepidation around it because it seemed like 
we're just giving you the rejects, and we try to yeah. avoid that whenever possible. Um, we want to make it as dignified of an experience as possible. So the food bank got a grant from a foundation, and so the food bank is actually sending us that 17,000 pounds a month is actually the same stuff that they would send to the grocery store. Right. So, so the first, buying, not the seconds. Yes, it's yes. all Good. first products. So, so people really responded Im- immediately to that because they felt a level of respect. The other thing with our food pantry, if you come down and, and visit it at some point, it is um, a shopping model pantry. So instead of walking up to a door and someone hands you a box of what happens to be there, um, you actually get to go around and select what you're going to use. So instead of taking home a can of beans that, or a can of beets that you're not going to use um, and then discarding it, yep. you, you leave it there and someone else takes it who likes them. So that, that's good. But, but more importantly, you're offered a level of human dignity and respect sure. when you're able to select for yourself. Yeah. Um, we do the same thing when we have our toy giveaway each year for Christmas. We have a toy giveaway. And um, instead of having people send in wrapped presents, we ask that they send them unwrapped so that the families can actually walk around and select what their children would like um, because we shouldn't presume yeah, to know right? what yeah. their children yeah. So, yeah. So, Jay, so if someone's in need of your services, mm-hmm. how would they apply or how would they register to receive food from the food bank, produce, mm-hmm. or any of the services that you offer? Sure. The food, for the food pantry, each, each service is different. But mm-hmm. um, for the food pantry, if uh, an individual lives within the three zip codes that make up the north side of the city, um, all they need to do is bring in identification of that address um, and then also bring in something that shows their income level, sure. number of people in their household. And then they can come in and they can shop every every month. Um, but they can come in any day. There's, our doors are open four days a week. They can come in any of those four days and get fresh produce. And that is for anyone. That's So if somebody lives... Well, 17,000 pounds, there's yeah. enough to go around. <laughs> if somebody lives on the other side of the river yep. and they're a brave Pittsburgher and they're willing to cross the river because that's not what we usually do. <laughs> if they do cross the river, they can come in, access fresh produce as well. Um, so that that's for the food pantry. That's how that operates. But um, for the homeless shelter, it's a walk-in. They come up to yep. the door, and if there's a bed available, we register them. Um, if there's not a bed available, we refer them frequently to like Light of Life, which is close to us, and right. they, they may have a bed or some yeah. other organization that's close by. Yeah. Um, we try not to to send them out back into the cold if they are ready at that point to come in out, mm-hmm. of, the, out of the cold. Yeah. Um, for the daytime drop-in center, it's really just anyone. No one's turned away. Um, and for the other services, like the tax preparation, they just call a number yeah. when tax time comes around. And um, for the GED class, they call a number. We also operate one of the larger utility assistance programs. So folks who are having trouble paying their utility bills mm-hmm. um, come. It's a walk-in service, and yeah. they can get on CAP and Dollar Energy. Yeah. Um, and uh, that is really busy at this particular time of year because spring, summer, are when people are getting shut off notices. Yeah. So we might see 50 yeah. people in a three-hour period wow. to help get them work. back on, um, yeah. on a program. A lot of the folks who are lower income that we serve live in very large abandoned you know, homes um, that are not at all energy efficient, uh-huh. but that's what they're yeah. able to afford. And so they end up with these really huge electric bills and gas bills I can that see they that. can't possibly afford. Yeah. Um, but you know that's the rent is cheap enough, so a great it's ministry. a strange balance. Yeah. So, Jay, I can tell you're very passionate about what this this ministry. You're passionate about yeah. what you do. How did you get involved with the Northside Common Ministries? Sure. Well, I, um, as I mentioned earlier, Goodwill is 
uh, the organization that oversees it. Um, I've been working for Goodwill in one capacity or uh -huh. another for about 26 years. Okay. So, and the congregation, the church that I belong to, was one of the founding churches. Okay. And so I was there regularly at the at Northside Common Ministries when I was working for Goodwill. Uh -huh. Um, because every night a different church comes in and serves dinner to the men in the shelter. Um, our food budget is incredibly low because we have so much food coming in, which is wonderful. <laughs> so yeah. it's one thing we don't have to worry about. But churches um, sign up a year in advance, and they come in one night a month with all the food. Um, and it, it's a wonderful opportunity um, for our men mm -hmm. because, uh, for one thing, church ladies make really great food. They always do. Yes, they do. Tons of desserts. <laughs> our guys never leave weighing less than they did when they came. They always yep. walk up while they're with us. But they also get an opportunity to connect with people, sure. um, individuals and families. Often they bring youth groups and just their kids along. And it's a wonderful thing because a lot of our men have limited contact with their yeah. families because of various situations. Yeah. So anyway, our, our church that I belong to was coming on a regular basis. Um, so when the job became available, I recognized, um, you know, it was probably the perfect match for me at that point in life. Um, and my goal is to get through another decade and retire. So that's <laughs> fantastic. I have no plans of going. And Jay, so feel free to plug your, so what church is that? Um, it's Allegheny Unitarian Universalist Church. Okay, it's right sure. on West North Avenue. It's one of right. the founding churches um, that helped, uh, but now there are probably about 70 churches now that support us oh wow. and that's in various wow. ways. Some, yep. some just do it financially, um, yeah. because they have the means to do that. Others, um, you know, do the toys for the Christmas. Others come in every other month, one yeah. night a week, um, or every month, one night a week and they serve meals. Um, so, so you it's have a great, it's a great mix. So you have a different church come in each night of the week or did I get that yes. wrong? Uh, and they have to sign up a year in advance. Actually right? each right. night of the yeah. month. So That's there's a different right. church yeah. each night of the month. Wow. There are a couple churches that, um, sign up and they do like a couple nights because there's like m missing dates and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. What we find that's amazing, I, I speak frequently at churches, I'm going to do a moment of mission to tell, tell them about how much we appreciate their work. Yeah. Um, there are some churches that I go to that have maybe 12 people sitting there, and I'm always, you know, you're, you're just so blessed to have your continued support because yeah. it's like all such 12 a strong, people show up. On, yeah, you're such a strong group of people Great to faith. pull this together every month. Yeah. And then we've had other churches that have thousands of members and they don't seem to be able to get it together to, to make that happen every month. So, <laughs> so we, you know, so it really is a commitment by that group of people sure. that this is what matters to them and what their mission yep. is. And uh, so wow. it's, it's really, a, yeah, a beautiful thing to, to so, see. So Jay, I'm just curious, you know, you do so many great things for these men who come into your shelter and to your ministry. What is there a success rate of men who come in and that it's a launching pad really to them yeah. to get back on their feet and, and, and get back to you know having yeah. some kind of success in their life? Yeah, we're really excited um, about that. Um, the the county um, who helps support us financially for the shelter, um, the money comes ultimately from the federal government. But um, they finally, over the years, have gotten it together and, and collecting data. Yeah. <laughs> and so they've gotten it organized. And we've seen, um, just this past December, a, a report came out that our rate of success, men not returning to us, was 82%. Um, those, so those wow. men those men left for stable housing. Yep. And they did not come back to us. So we were really thrilled with that, yeah, uh, especially compared to some of the other shelters in the area that had, you know, an average in the 40s. Yeah. Um, so we were really happy. We recognize that the extra support they're getting, mm -hmm. um, the county recognizes that too, the extra time that they have with us. 
um, plus the variety of services. We operate we're, we operate a 24-hour program. Um, yeah. All of those different services are 24 hours a day, um, but there are eight staff people. Yeah. Um, so there's no possible way that eight staff people can do all of this 24 hours a day. Yeah, you guys are busy. But we have um, we have well over a thousand volunteers. Okay. Um, there are wow. just volunteers all over our building. Um, mm -hmm. And we don't really know the number over a thousand because we don't have a volunteer coordinator because that's not budgeted. In they the just team. come and go, right? <laughs> yeah. They just come and go. And we thank them and we give them T-shirts. Yeah, and we make, but they yeah. keep coming back. And they range in age from you know we've had um, kids who are five coming with their parents yep. um, to serve meals, and uh, some of them have done collections at their kindergarten yep. for you know. Whatever toiletries or socks, and yeah. brought them in all the way up to um, Miss Mary, who is 97, and she has been coming for 20 years to the food Remarkable. pantry three mornings a week. Yep. Wow. Um, it's just her goal to help continue to help her neighbors. Um, she's someone who used the food pantry and you know recognized yeah. the need to give back. Yeah, um, she takes a bus every three mornings a week to get that's, to us, which is amazing. Jay, with all the wonderful things that you're doing there at your ministry, would you be willing to share with us an experience that you've had recently that has impacted you? Yeah, we we hear stories regularly about men who are succeeding. I, I'm I'm really lucky. I, I don't own a car, so I go from one side of the city to work. I have to go through downtown, and I'm always running into people who have used our services and guys who are doing well. So I hear stories regularly, and I just write them up and post them so our staff can can uh, see them. But there are just so many good stories happening with the men who leave us. Um, people often think that it must be really draining and hard work, um, but we really celebrate all these beautiful stories. There are men who come to us really after having lost their their business, their family, their house, everything, you know, as a result of one man in particular he had a, a back injury and he didn't have proper yeah. health insurance. Um, and really just everything sort of fell apart within a period of time. Um, he had a floor standing business and it just went under. Um, and then after a little bit of time getting everything back together, mm -hmm. um, he actually took a job with the city of Pittsburgh and he actually is downtown on a regular basis helping with the street cleaning things that are happening downtown. But his focus on that team is working with the folks who are homeless and helping to connect them to resources. So he's able to completely turn it around and yeah. give back um, to the people that he, and he, he admittedly told me once, you know, he's, he never anticipated being in this situation. He would personally just walk past people and think, why yeah. don't they just get up and get a job? He had never thought about the reality of what each of these individuals yeah. was experiencing. And then when, um, you know, he had to go through it himself and then he had to meet all of these other men that were going through similar yeah. things. Um, so, you know, there, there are many, many beautiful stories about that, that like that where folks really just sort of have a breakthrough and yeah. uh, get back on track. To me, if you were, if there was a metric for success, it really would be someone that you were able to minister to and they turned around after they were able to get back up on their feet and minister to someone else and pay it forward. That's truly a measure for me of success. Yeah, that's, that's a great story. There's lots of great stories. So, so, yeah, so you know, in terms story. of what you can do to help mm -hmm. your ministry, right? I, I know I saw on your website you talked about that people can come and serve mm -hmm. at, at the charity. Also, people can donate different types mm -hmm. of goods. Explain to us the different ways that one could help 
your sure. ministry? Yeah, we have um, so physical volunteering. We have our food pantry, um, and it is there are volunteers there four mornings a week, mm-hmm. um, and they come from all over the city, and they're there actually helping to stock the shelves and get people their food and get them out to their cars and all that stuff. So it's very hands on. So if you want to do something very hands on, um, there's probably twenty volunteers at the pantry each morning. Yeah. Um, there's also in our shelter we do um, a meal to the street homeless three days a week. And so we are always looking for volunteers to come in and help prepare the meal, serve the meal. Um, whenever we have um, volunteer groups come in and work with the folks for the meals, yep. we really encourage them to sit down and interact and talk with the people and eat with the people. Sure, that's helpful for yes. the men that are at your shelter. It's really, and it's yep. a great help to the people who come and ex- have an experience too because they really want to come back because they've had a chance to really interact. Makes um, sense. And we have a lot of corporate groups that come in on a regular basis. Um, it's a great team building activity for them, for a team of folks to come in and do something together that's not what they talk about every day at work, but yeah. they're actually helping make a meal or they're helping to work in the pantry. Um, it makes a big difference for them as well. Yeah. And then in the evening, if somebody's looking for an evening um, opportunity in the shelter, what we find is the most challenging for our men when they leave us is dealing with life stresses again. Um, Certainly it's not without stress to be in our shelter, but it's not the same for four months as it is once you get out and you have a boss who's giving you a hard time or a landlord who wants the rent and you don't have it all together. So we have people who come in and lead stress reduction workshops with the folks in our shelter, um, teach guided meditation, um, journaling, uh, their Bible studies, art therapy, and they're just volunteers who just happen to, you know, maybe meditated once yeah. and they say well i can figure it out i can do it yeah. and, and it works out really well um it's a great opportunity so and then if, everybody doesn't have the ability to do that of course because yeah. of a variety of different life commitments but um you can go on our website and that's what i was going to ask yeah, you is you can how go, can one yep, if they're, they're listening to our podcast tonight or today mm-hmm. and they want to come and serve Yep. At the Northside Common Ministries, how would one find out all about your ministry, where to go, and the timing, and all those kind of things? Yep, yep. It's just www.ncmin.org. It's our website for Northside Common Ministries. You can go on there, and you can find a place where you can volunteer. Yep. You can also find how to donate. Um, and if you want to donate cash, that's really our favorite. But it's <laughs> also, yep. if you'd like to go on to the Amazon wish list, yep. we have an Amazon wish list that you can go on, and you can see the things that we need in the shelter and you can click on that and amazon will deliver it to us um you can also make us um your amazon smile recipient and we'll get a little cash from amazon too but um and then you can also go onto our food pantry website because that's a different website but they're all linked together yeah and the food pantry website has a similar amazon list and you can go on there and send food um to us at during the holiday seasons, we get tons That's of food great. that way. That's great. Um, are so, all of these yeah. opportunities listed on the Just Serve website yeah, I, as well? I, I yeah. How, how, how can they yeah. access that through justserve.org? Yeah, because I, I, I know that, right. that you are on justserve.org. Can they access that by flowing through? They the can. Well, they, I believe that the website is listed on there as well. So there's a link there that they can get to. Um, I think that I, so I think did that, that. Yeah, I think there are two ways you could do it. I think right. you can sign up directly on Just Serve, mm-hmm. and you'll – I don't know if you're the, the filling the role of volunteer coordinator, Jay, but so, it, so <laughs> you'll get you an do, email. Right, all those, all those, all those. Yeah, so you'd get an email yeah. when someone signs up. Okay. And then, but also some things you can go straight through. Like if you don't see anything thing on Just Serve, you could just go straight to the, the website. website. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And that website is? 
Our website is www.ncmin.org. We also have a face- Facebook page. Um, like the Facebook page. Yeah, like like that, please, because um, we have a, yeah. a dog that lives with us in the shelter. She lives with the men in the shelter um, as another stress reduction kind of thing. She's a great dog. Her name's Anne, and she does postings on a bi- <laughs> bi-weekly wait thing, and she just has great messages. Yeah. I was That's dying cool. to hear how you were going to tie in the dog <laughs> to Facebook. You knew it was coming. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she tells all the stories of, yeah. of our work. What well, about the excellent. food pantry website? Is that a separate website? Is that it, they're all linked together? But okay. it is. It's the Northside Community Food Pantry. Okay, that's Good. what it's under. www.northsidecommunityfoodpantry. Okay, Jay, it's mm-hmm. been great to have you tonight and to hear about your passion and your love for what you're doing. Um, wow, what remarkable work that you are doing and the thousands of volunteers that you have that they're, are coming they're, down they're remarkable. and just showing up whenever they want to come. That's <laughs> yeah. wonderful. So again, we just want to thank you for all that you're doing for Pittsburgh at large and how you're building up individuals and trying to get them back on their feet. We'd really like to thank our listeners for joining us for this episode. As you just heard, Jay is doing great work in the city of Pittsburgh, and he could really use your help. To learn more about how you can help the Northside Common Ministries or any of the other groups discussed in this episode, please go to www.justserve.org. That's www.justserve.org. Until next time, roll up your sleeves and let's get to work.